Welcome to Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Shelley. And I'm Lisa. We're sisters walking together on a journey of faith. We're not perfect. And we definitely don't have all the answers. We're inviting you to walk with us as we explore ways we can better know and grow in our faith together. together. Welcome back to another episode from Of Sound Mind and Spirit. Hi, Shelly. Hey, Lisa. It is almost my favorite church season. No kidding. I can't imagine <laughs> what that might be. I mean, seriously. <laughs> but oh my gosh, Lisa, are we there already? Yes. Lent is early this year. So as of this recording, we are not quite there because in 2024, Lent starts on drumroll, Valentine's Day. (laughs) On Valentine's Day, Um, which is is early uh, this year. But not the earliest that it could ever be. No, no. I do feel like we could rush. We're just rushing straight from Christmas, very short, ordinary time, and then into Lent. I just had my candles blessed for Candlemas like last week, and here we are going into Lent. So rather than fight it, which part of me wants to, even though I love Lent, part of me wants to like run away, but I know from years and years of experience, it is best to prepare for Lent. Okay. If you say so. (laughs) (laughs) You mean preparing other than just picking out a book that you're going to say you're going to read for Lent and you may or may not actually read for Lent? (laughs) Yes. So we're going to prepare and we're going to look to... Um, something that I've worked on the last couple of years personally for Lent, and we're going to issue a, a challenge, a Lenten challenge. Well, meatless recipes for Friday already exist, just so you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's not it. <laughs> so it's a challenge that's that's contrary to what is trending right now for Catholics and a lot of Christians to do for Lent. Okay, you're going to have to tell me what is trendy for Catholics to do for Lent. To give up social media. Oh, oh, you know what? I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. I do see a lot of that. And suddenly all your friends' Facebook profile pictures just have this great big square on them that say, gone till Easter or something like that. Exactly. It is, it's becoming a a trend for Christians, Catholics, for a lot of um, faithful people to leave social media leading up to Easter. And our challenge, what we're, we're issuing today is not to leave social media for Lent. Okay. So we know that Lent is a time to fast and repent and turn away from anything that keeps our focus not on God, right? Anything that that keeps you from not really putting your time and attention towards him and getting ready for the greatest holiday we have. If people find that social media is taking them away from God, why wouldn't we want them to to do that? Well, I'm going to flip that on its head. And yes, social media many times can take you away from God. It can be a a negative, ugly place. It can be addicting, big distraction from being present to your family, to things you need to, to do. So yes, all of that. So what I'm, what we're challenging is to flip it and to say, use Lent as a time to share the gospel, 
to share God's love, to be a Christian on this platform. Don't, don't give it up. Be intentional about how you use it during these 40 days. So change the way you use it, change the way you see it. The challenge is rather than fast from social media this Lent, let's take it over and shine God's love, mercy, and forgiveness on these platforms. Lisa, I feel like we try to do that every day through the Sound Mind and Spirit account. So what you're saying is maybe others should also be doing that with their personal accounts. Well, I think it's a little bigger than that because someone might argue that a lot of our Sound Mind and Spirit posts are we'll say marketing, you know, trying to get people to tune in or listen to what we're doing here. And of course, there's a little bit of that. Uh, yes, obviously. Um, but yes, to go a little further. And you know what might be a really good way to illustrate this is to walk through the pillars of Lint. Lint, Lint. <laughs> Not Lint, Lint. To, one way we could illustrate this is to walk through the three pillars of Lent and give examples and kind of talk about ways to do it that might really help you see what the purpose or how to how to live this challenge. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea. I know that right now a lot of people are talking about preparing for Lent. It seems like it is everywhere. But I hadn't thought about the fact that people will be turning off social media. And it feels like social media is where so many of us communicate these days. That's really why I like social media. It is a place of community online. I know we talked about this in episode 17, spreading God's love on social media, that it's a tool. It's, it's a tool. It's, it is what you make of it and what you choose to interact with. And so we might think of it as a negative space or this or that, but it's also a very good place to build community. Right. I was just thinking that if all of my friends turned off their social media, or if I turned off my social media, which I know I haven't been on it as much as I used to be, and I've done that purposefully, again, to try and save time and be present for my family, but if I did that permanently, I wouldn't, there's a lot of people I would miss. I mean, honestly, that's how I communicate with a, a lot of people that I don't see face to face anymore these days, whether because we've changed baseball teams or because people have moved away or because that's how I got to know them in the first place over mm -hmm. the internet. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that social media and social networks really are part of our society. They're a part of our culture. And so if we're called to be Christians and we're called to evangelize and we're called to spread the good news of Christ, we're called to do it there as well. It's, it's not enough to say, I'm going to evangelize in person, that I'm going to write blog posts or I'm going to record podcasts, but we also have to interact where people are interacting. And that is these social networks and social media. So I can understand why some people might want to leave social media if it feels like 
it's taking a lot of intentional time. Like if they're feeling like they have to be present on social media to make these connections and that they find it, it pulls them away. But I think we're going to talk a little bit today about how you can pull back from and still be present while you're, while you're, or still represent Christ's and Christ's love while you're on social media. Am I right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And, and I am not advocating that if, if you, if it is really harmful to your um, mental health or your uh, family life, if you, if you have a true, you worry about an addiction, that I'm not advocating to stay on it right now. That is not it. What we are going to And we're not about trying to create more work for you either. No, no. This is simple, simple things you can do. So let's, you want to just jump into it? Yeah. Well, first, what are the three pillars of Lent? The a simple way to get started with this Lenten social media challenge is to focus on the three pillars of Lent. And they are, this is a quiz, they're fasting, which means to give up or, or to abstain from something that is distracting or something you could offer as a sacrifice to remind you of Christ's sacrifice. And the next one is almsgiving meaning to to give to give to others whether it's monetary or it's something physical time talent treasure that kind of thing and then the third one is prayer is to spend time um, getting to know god growing closer to christ during this time and so we're going to talk about ways that we can interact with each other on social media for lent that touches each of these three pillars Do you want me to start? Because I got a good one for fasting. Okay, go for it. It's a dadism, and you're going to love <laughs> this. Our father always, always said when we were growing up, and now I'm starting to think he really meant it to both of us, Lisa, when we were talking to each other. If you don't have <laughs> anything good to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> I can hear him in my head. When I, say I can hear him say that too. <laughs> What is it? Dad lives rent-free in our heads. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody has so, those the things their parents said to them. So if you're talking about fasting or abstaining, the first one is to fast from negativity. And yes, I know that means some of us want to rush right out and delete Twitter, which is now called X, from our phones. I still but, like Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> I know you do. I'm, I'm, I've been reading it a little bit more these days, but one of the hardest things to do is to stay out of the comment boxes. Yes. So fasting here could mean if you're going to maintain a presence on social media, you want to fast from all that negativity. You do not want to engage in any conversation that raises your hackles and gets you all angsty <laughs> and angry and just that, that angry typing. It also could be not to post something that you have an inkling, maybe you think might be controversial or um, cause someone to respond to negativity. Maybe take that conversation offline. You know, you know all those hot button issues that don't do well just being captured in a TikTok reel. Like it deserves attention and and really thoughtful conversation. Maybe don't just post a quick meme or comment that's going to inspire somebody else to be ugly to you. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that temptation to be negative, 
or to engage or get the last word. <laughs> you ever seen that one that says, I can't go to sleep, someone on the internet is wrong, and it's like a person sitting at their computer, you know? You ever seen that yes. meme? Yeah. Oh, yes. So I, I just, with, when that I happens. Think we both uh, resemble that meme at times. Oh, for sure. So when that temptation happens, I really just, I don't know, I want to slap my wrist, but I was going to say, <laughs> maybe say just a quick prayer, you know, like, Jesus, I trust in you, you know, something and uh, just remove yourself. And then, and then maybe think of something else positive to, to respond or post instead. I mean, there's, there's a thousand positive things, but I mean, that you Keep could scrolling. post. Keep scrolling. Or, or, or post your favorite scripture or, or a post that prayer that you just said to keep yourself from saying something negative, right? Just, just post it. Maybe there's like the sunrise, sunset, you know, there's all these other things you can post that are beautiful rather than respond in a negative way. Well, and you might also be able to just take that as a sign to go ahead and put it down for the moment or for the day or the afternoon and, and go ahead and fast from that channel or fast from mm-hmm. reading something that's making you frustrated and turn, it could be a reminder to put it down and turn towards God and do something else more positive. Mm-hmm. I would like to add to maybe your fast is from the notifications. Ooh, so I like one that. thing that I have done to help myself not um, be tempted to constantly check social media all day is I've turned all of my notifications off for social media. So seriously, if you are connected with me on social media and you think, man, I commented on that or whatever, and she didn't respond right away, that's because I don't have notifications on because it is too tempting for me. So maybe fast from that so that when you choose to click those icons, you're doing so intentionally. That's a really great idea. So what's the next pillar of Lent, Lisa? We said almsgiving? It's almsgiving. So think of that as giving to others. And, um, you know, even the smallest interactions that we have with others every day profoundly affect our relationships, productivity, health, longevity. And so think of those small ways that you can positively impact someone else's life or day by interacting with them on social media. I have a good example for that one, actually. Uh, So my husband and I, we just went and saw The Chosen, all three episodes of it, uh, on Friday when it came out. And obviously, when you watch something like that and they say, no, don't post any spoilers, I'm not going to give any spoilers. (laughs) So I went back to my Facebook group, Catholics Who Love The Chosen, that I, I like to touch and, and read on. And they had moved the spoiler conversation to another channel. And I went there and I posted that I thought it was too long. I thought that having three episodes at one time was too much. And, and I found myself exhausted and I, I didn't love it as much as I loved the first two because I was tired. And a couple this one lady in particular started saying something to me about how, how could I, you know, she was kind of like saying, no, you can't, you can't feel that way. (laughs) And, 
and I forget how she phrased it, but the only thing I had to say back to her was, I'm so glad that you had a much more positive experience that, that it meant that much to you. I hope you have a really blessed afternoon. And she responded back in kindness also, whether where, where had it been something else, we might've had the, the inclination to argue with somebody about why you need to have the same experience I'm having right now. And, <laughs> and I recognized from partly the work we've done as sisters, but I recognized immediately that I'm not here to win an argument. I posted how I felt about something and she felt differently. And I just reaffirmed to her that she did have a positive experience. Mm -hmm. And then I wished her well. And it, it worked out beautifully. You know, that's that's really interesting example because that happens all the time on social media. People want validation that their experience was good. That they feel heard, they feel valued for their experience. And and you took an opportunity when someone disagreed with you to give that to her, to validate her and you know, say have a blessed day and and walk away without arguing, <laughs> which is so unusual, I have to say, in comm boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really, I agree with it. I think, I didn't think of it when I posted it, but what you said is really good that, that I did. I validated, I guess, her feelings. I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. Well, something else you can do is to um, highlight the good work done by somebody else or maybe an organization this Lent. So maybe... Um, I'm trying to think like a, there's a, a dog rescue uh, service in our area and they're doing uh, a free spay and neuter thing. And, you know, maybe I go and I share about that so that people can help find them and help support them or adopt animals. And, you know, maybe there's uh, another organization that's, we talked about one of the pro-life organizations before and the classes that they're doing for women in our area in Houston. And maybe it's sharing the good things that they're doing. So it doesn't always have to be just a scripture verse or um, quote or something like that. But it could be highlighting positive things that are happening in your community or by your friends or even, you know, corporations or organizations. You mean instead of complaining about all the drivers on our main drag that run the red lights, we start calling out how pleased we were that we stopped at one and nobody rear-ended us or had passed it instead? I was going to say, maybe share that um, the city fixed the lights so quickly after the terrible traffic jam the other day. Oh, when the timing was off on all the lights. They were short-cycling. Right, right, that, right. that was a tricky day, yes. But basically to, to turn it into, you know, praise them for responding so quickly rather than complaining about the traffic, you know, just trying to flip it around because one of the things you're trying to do is to, you know, really share God's love, mercy, forgiveness to others. And that sometimes can be, you have to really think about the way you say something and, and how others take it. Maybe when you see something negative that's happening, instead of focusing on that, your way of giving back is to look for the positive that is around you and comment and promote that instead. 
Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Kind of like when people go through drive throughs and they pay for the car behind them. You know, you're giving someone else the compliment, love, you know, all of that so that they can be inspired for their day. I'm smiling at you because I just did that the other day at the coffee place we go through. I was oh. in the drive through <laughs> and once I paid, the person behind me, uh, the order, like what their amount was, flashed up and I looked and it was like $6. I looked down and I'm like, is that the guy behind me? And she said, yes. And I'm like, here, I'm, I'm tapping my card for that one too. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome. The first time I've ever done that. I love it. You know, and maybe I always say this, if you're a funny, witty person, which I'm really not. I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe you share something that made you smile. Maybe you share something that made you laugh. Uh, and, if, and if you have nothing else, let's go back to our glamour shots from the uh, early 90s, you know, the big hair and the sequins, you know, post something that just makes everyone else kind of chuckle and you know, enjoy their day a little bit more. Because who doesn't love to laugh at big 90s hair and makeup and glamour shots? <laughs> you have nothing to say. You're, you're so embarrassed right now, aren't you? <laughs> Dying. Because you know that means I'm going to post a glamour shot. Yes, yes, I know that means you're going to post the glamour I shot. I don't think I've shared the bedazzled denim one yet. So I'm going to save that for a, for a particularly heinous day when I need something positive. Lisa, it's not Lent yet. I'm just going to remind you that in those pictures, we are younger than our oldest children now. I think you're right. I think I, I was like 19. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just well, saying. Gosh, gosh, that's good. We, we looked good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to move on to our third um, pillar yes, of Yes, I, I think we should. I think we need lots of Prayer. I do think people got right the idea now. of how to how to be positive. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the third pillar of Lent is prayer, and I, I feel like this one should be an obvious one, but it's not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that um, I I try to do, and and this is a good one, if if you decide that you are giving up social media that you're like, no, Shelly and Lisa, I just can't. I have to give it up. So here's how you can do your Lenten challenge while giving up social media, which I'm not advocating, but if you need to. Pray for everyone on your list. So pray for your Facebook friends. Pray for your Instagram friends, Twitter, wherever you are. Just actually pray for them. And that doesn't involve going on social media at all. If you are still on social media and you're doing this social media challenge for Lent, then maybe, maybe post a prayer. Maybe when someone says something that you can kind of tell they're having a rough day or a rough moment, either share with them publicly on their like comment and say that you're pray praying for them or send them a private message. Send them a, a DM and say, I'm really sorry to hear that. Sounds like you're having a rough day or whatever. Please know that I will be praying for you at adoration or at mass or right now or, you know, whatever. Let them know that you are including them and their intentions in your, in your prayers. That's a beautiful idea. 
I'm not sure if we've talked on the podcast yet about praying an intentional rosary. And that's something that uh, I picked up from Gus Lloyd. He has a Catholic channel show called Seize the Day. And I forget when he started doing it, but I love the idea of praying on each bead of a rosary for somebody specific. Um, I know we've done the Facebook things where they say, uh, copy and paste this and for every line, you know, type at and and the first person that comes up is this and that. But you could do that by starting a prayer chain. Today I am praying for and then type the at and first 10 people. And then you sit there and either pray for them individually or pray a Hail Mary for them, kind of like a, a small decade of the rosary. You know, I really love that because during – um the COVID shutdowns and stuff, there were a lot of people that would like post a picture of your child every day without a comment, but post, you know, just post a picture or uh, like I have a senior in high school right now. So everyone's like senior Sunday and just post a picture of your senior. So what if you posted a picture or something of a person or a place or a thing or whatever that you're praying for? So maybe that's your challenge is you highlight a different person in your life every day. And that's the person that you're praying for. It's a great idea too. And you invite others to do it also. I mean, think about how nicely that might spread and others to see that Christians not only talk about praying and talk about being good Christians, but are putting it out there and living it. Yes. So my first thought was, okay, Lisa, create a graphic and we'll start putting that. And then my second thought was um, that most of the people I interact with on social media know my, about my faith and I know about their faith, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. So that is a really good idea to live out loud. Um, and I'm going to say, don't create the graphic. Don't create extra work for yourself. Just post the picture and just say it, you know, in the comment description and just say, like, I'm praying for this person today. I'm praying for this today. And just leave it at that. Make it simple. Because then you're more likely to do it. (laughs) Or maybe that's just me. It might be just you because I'd spend a lot of time worrying about what picture to pick or do I want to share a picture of a person or, you know, are they? Oh, here you go. So do one of those where like the 10th, 10th from the end picture on your camera roll, post that, you know, just come up with a, a silly way to make yourself do it without overthinking. You know? Okay. And then, and then just run with it. What we've just walked through the three pillars of Lent and how we believe you can engage in this Lenten social media challenge in each pillar. So just to summarize, we're encouraging you to take this Lenten social media challenge and post frequently and regularly something that shines the light of God's love, mercy, and forgiveness on the social media channels that you participate in. Fill your social media feed with goodness and lift and encourage other people up throughout the Lenten season. And we're going to help you with this. We're not going to just leave you hanging. (laughs) 
So sign up for our email list and you'll get our weekly emails and those will provide you with some encouragement throughout the Lenten season and continuing into beyond the Lenten season. <laughs> and then if you do decide to fast from social media for Lent and you don't get to see the things we're posting on social, you'll still remain connected with us throughout the entire season. Mm -hmm. And in those emails, we'll have a little bit special for Lent and give examples, um, encouragement. So hopefully there'll be a few things you can, they'll be quick and easy for you to post rather than having to think through it each week. Good. That's especially helpful for someone like me <laughs> who does not feel very creative on social media at all. Most days. We're trying to make it easy because simple sometimes gets it done, right? I like that. Simple gets it done. Simple gets it done. I wish I could make that rhyme. I'll, I'll put that on. You usually make things rhyme, so I'll let you do that or make it an alliteration or some, something cutesy. <laughs> there we go. Um, and remember, even during Lent, if you're away from social media, or even if you're not, we have a new podcast every Thursday. In addition to the email list, if you're going to be fasting and you still want to know about the podcast, be sure to hit like and subscribe. And that way you'll continue to have it dropped right into your Apple uh, podcasts or your Spotify podcast list or wherever you're listening to us so that you don't miss an episode. We will be talking yeah. next week mm -hmm. about more about what are we um, doing outside of social media, but what else are we doing for Lent? And um, we're going to hear from Knowing a few Lisa. of our <laughs> and Knowing we're going to be time for a Lenten check-in. We're going to do a Lenten check-in. You're right. And we're uh -huh. going to hear from a few of our friends and how they're um, experiencing Lent this year. So I, I think I, we haven't recorded it yet, but I think it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, guys, oh. instead of fasting from social media, let's bring the light, the joy, and the hope to others on social media this year. That's right. So let's flood it with God's love, mercy, and goodness. Thank you so much for being here. Go to our website, soundmindandspirit.com. Sign up for our email list there, and we will see you throughout Lent, hopefully online. Bye, everyone. <laughs>